Oh. Amen. Are you ready to hear God's word this late afternoon? It's really late afternoon, but I'm sure all of you here, you are energized because you're young people. You are all ready to hear God's word. Shall we pray before we have the word? Let's commit this time to the Lord. Father, we thank you for your presence here. That God, we know, we acknowledge that you are a peace giver. That when, Lord, we're in trouble and when we need, we know that we can count on you. Because the song speaks that, Lord, you gave us peace. You break down every wall of hindrances of fear and trembling. That, Lord, you break down fears and uncertainty. Lord, you even right now, you know what your people is, are going through. But, Lord, in spite of what we are going through, we're going to lift up your name because you are right here in this place. Lord, let your presence fill in every corner of this room. That, Lord, sanctify this place. The blood of the Lamb will be upon every uh, uh, young people that are sitting here that God... The devil will have no place in this place right now. The devil will have no hold on their minds right now because their minds and their hearts and their being belong to you. Lord, we thank you for this time. We welcome you here in this place. We acknowledge your kingship here. Acknowledge your presence here with us, Lord. So be with us this afternoon. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. How many of you here, you have heroes that you adore and you worship? Wow. That, how many... None. Okay, I, I should rephrase the question. How many of you here don't have heroes in your life at all? Sorry? <laughs> Anyone? Someone that you, you admire? Someone that you like? Uh, like this person or this um, woman or man has a special place in your heart, including the um, Bibles, the characters in the Bible. So I'm sure all of you here, you have heroes in your life, right? And today, the title that, uh, the, the, the topic I'm going to preach on is Daniel. And Daniel is one of my heroes. So that's why I purposely choose this um, character to share with all of you. Now, the Bible speaks of um, great heroes, um, godly men and women who were actually caught up in very tough challenges. And yet, we know that all these heroes they came out victorious. And they are worthy of um, us to be followed and to learn from because their mission was basically to glorify God. Now, I want you to look at the screen. The very first mission that all these heroes in the Bible, or probably someone, they may not be in the Bible, someone that you love, someone you, you respect in this local body, or even a pastor um, that you know of, that these people, these heroes, their first mission was to radiate God. They, they want to just glorify God. Nothing else. The very first mission. And the second one is they want to transform people. Now, you and I know very well that. Just imagine, all of you here, you are not found in this room. Um, our poor Joanne will be speaking to the chairs, uh, will be speaking to the air, without anyone here. So people are very important in the house of God. And all these heroes, their second mission was to transform people. And the third thing they do was, is to change environment. You notice that every Bible character, including Jesus, our Lord, when he came down to this earth, one of his mission was to change the environment around him. 
And the fourth mission that all these heroes they seek to do is to add value into someone's life. How cool would be that if your hero can do that for you, to radiate God, represent God, to transform your life, to change the environment around us, and finally to add value into our lives. Our good example is none other than Daniel. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 to 21. But I shall not read all the 21 verses. I'm going to pick up a few verses. But let me summarize this story, this account for you. Now, the book of Daniel is found in the Old Testament where we first introduced to this guy called Daniel. He is 14 years old. How many of you here are 14 years old? Only one, two. Oh, the rest of you are below or above? Above. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you are 14, below or under. All of you here, you are considered young people. So you can imagine Daniel at that period, he was 14 years old. And this account tells us that he has been taken away from his home, from his family and friends. He was captured and deported into this land that he don't know anyone, he doesn't, he's lost. He was all by himself. Just imagine all of you here. We're all staying in Singapore, right? If one day you were being asked to go to this Timbuktu place, this place where you do not know anyone, you do not know where are you going, just imagine with Daniel, how will you be feeling? And we all know that Daniel was forced to march into this strange place. And he was under tremendous uh, influence of the local cultures and influences during whatever place that he was there. Oh, <laughs> we have a young member here with us. Okay, And Daniel, not forgetting, he was also surrounded by enemies. Enemies who plotted to kill him. I'm sure all of you here, you don't have such enemies. So you can imagine, probably we can't understand, how would Daniel feel, you know? Go to a strange place, face with strange people, um, under tremendous and powerful, bad influences, and worst of all, someone is going to kill me. But Daniel, we know when it comes to the end of the account of the story, he came out victorious. Just imagine Daniel, he was placed in an unfamiliar environment, ferocious enemies, temptation, overwhelming challenges. But yet Daniel, determined in his heart to honor God and not to let all these things defile his body. With such attitude, we, we, at the end of verse 21, you realize that Daniel gained much more than we can imagine. In fact, Daniel and his friends, they could reach the positions, a high positions of influence where they did great, tremendous impact on the Babylonians. They are one of those heroes that you and I, we should follow and exemplify. My friends, today I want to speak to you this topic. Dare to be Daniel. Your name may be Daniel here. Any, any Daniel here? None. But, oh, there's a Daniel here. Anyhow, this 
topic that I'm going to give to you, dare to be Daniel, is not to ask you to change your name. But it's the spirit that is living behind this great man of God. Now, from Daniel chapter 1, verse 21, I want to give you three observations. The very first observation is one place. Stay with me. One place. Okay? I want you to look at your Bible in verse, verses 2 and 3. Daniel chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Let me read for you. And the Lord deliver Jehoiim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. This he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Verse 3. Then the king of the... Wow. Challenger. How, how to pronounce that name? I got... Ashpernet. Chief of his court officials to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility. Now, verse 2 and 3 tell us that Daniel was imported or deported to this one place. Okay? The very first point. The second observation is two decisions. Two decisions. Look with me in verse 8. Okay? Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 says this, But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. Now, there are two decisions here. What are the two decisions? The very first one was he resolved not to defile himself. That's the first decision. The second decision Daniel did was, what did he do? He asked permission. And these are the two decisions that Daniel made in this chapter. And the last observation is three results. What are the three results? Look in, with me in verses 9. Verse 9, it says this, Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. I will rephrase the word sympathy to respect. So in verses 9, you realize that God gave Daniel favor, sympathy, respect. And you look down in verse 17. Verse 17 says, To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding. I will say that God gave them wisdom. So what are the three results that God gave them? Favor, respect, and wisdom. Okay, remember, one place, two decisions, three results. One place, Two decisions, three results. Let us look at the very first observation, one place. This one place that Daniel was imported to it is the, the land of Shena. This land of Shena, which is the ancient name of Babylon. Okay, as you know that Babylon was a place where the Tower of Babel and the city of Babylon was located. In fact, it was a place of idolatry, sin, temptation, you name it. All the bad stuff are found in this land. And Daniel, not forgetting, he was located in this one place 
called Babylon. And he was also subjected to powerful influences of local culture and lifestyle. Just imagine you're at that place, facing with so many sins and temptation. And worst of all, he was considered as a captured a person that has no rights in that place. But he has to subject himself to all these bad influences. And in this one place, he was also surrounded by enemies. Enemies that wanted to kill him. Enemies that sought to lay their hands upon this man. Daniel was right in this place, this one place, this strange land called Shina. He might be feeling fearful, lonely, and frustrating. You know that kind of place? I'm not sure whether you have come across these three kinds of emotions. But I, as I start to think of how he feels, he might be thinking, God, where are you now? Don't you see that I'm all by myself? And why are you leaving me here in this place? Where enemies sought to kill me, where I have no rights, I suffer, and I've stayed in a place of idolatry and temptation. When all of us here we stay in Singapore, we are living in this culture and this age where things pass very fast. And all kinds of influences come into this um, this uh, land, Singapore. And we know very well that we are open to a lot of uh, media, entertainment, newspaper, or even right now, uh, things are going on for economy. We're all very affected and very much open to all these influences. But yet, do you know that in spite of where we are, God is still at work. And do you know what? God did not forget or forsake Daniel. And his friends. Just imagine that you're at that kind of place and Daniel was crying out, was feeling lonely, frustrated, probably, fearful, but yet God did not forget and forsake him. And we know very well that in the account, in the end, God increased his favor, increased his, the respect, increased um, the wisdom upon his life. And he honored them because he loved them. He honored them because they stood tall. They did not let circumstances thumb them down. They did not let their enemies rob them away from giving God the glory. That kind of, if I can use a, a modern terminology, the die-hard spirit, that kind of spirit that is in them, that was in Daniel and his three friends, are worthy of our learning. As a result, we know that God promoted them to a position of influence where they, where they exercise strong impact and influence upon the Babylonians. Now, young people, you just imagine. Daniel, how old was he? 14 years old. The age where all of you here, most of you here, you were agreed with him that it is not easy to face that kind of environment, that kind of situation. 
But yet, Daniel stood tall, decided to glorify his God. And we know that in the end, he was led to victory. How many of you remember the story of um, where God led the Israelites out from Egypt? Egypt is also a place of idolatry, a place of bondage. But God did not forget them. After 40 long years, he led them through, crossed the Red Sea. And ultimately, we know that the Israelites enter into the promised land. And you all remember David and Goliath? David and Goliath. And David was young, young chap. But did God for, for, forget about him when he faced that tremendous Goliath in front of him? No. God grant him victory by giving him the courage. And another person I can name you is Elijah. When he faced the prophets of Baal, what did he do? He challenged them. And we all know that God's name is glorified because the sacrifice was consumed. All these men of God tell us that it doesn't matter how old or how young you are. It's the spirit that is in us, the, the kind of stand tall spirit like Daniel. That is what we must have in this modern era. I want to put you, go back to the New Testament. I want to bring you to the attention of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know when the Lord Jesus faced temptation by the devil? If you can, turn with me to Matthew chapter 4. If you look carefully in Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was tempted, did he fall? No. The answer was, he did not fall because the word of God kept him from falling. I want you to look at the, um, chapter 4. There are three, three mentions of it is written. Okay, you check it out. It is written three times. The very first time, if you look in a passage, the tempter, the devil say this, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. What did Jesus answer? It is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. The second incident was the devil said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. What did Jesus answer? It is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And finally, the devil said, if you will bow down and worship me, I will give you this, 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 this. And what did Jesus answer? It is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Now, even Jesus faces temptation, but the word of God kept him strong. I am very glad and happy to see that you all are memorizing verses. And I can tell you there's power behind all these verses. Don't undermine the memory, that, the, the verses that you're going to memorize. Because you will never know one day all these memory verses will come into your mind and you apply it according to your situation. Now young people like the Israelites, David and Jesus, we all got lots of temptations and testings. But today I want to ask you, when you face those, what are your responses? Do you flee? Or do you fall into temptation? Or do you simply do nothing? It does not necessarily bad when God leads you to a strange place like Daniel. It is not necessarily bad. 
especially when you're alone. But can I give you assurance to you that God is with you. Now, all the army guys, you all are, if I'm not wrong, they are army guys. We, the, it's a really total change of lifestyle. You are going to a strange place, a camp, where you don't see your parents, you don't see your siblings, you don't see your church friends, you don't see your friends. But can I say this to you? God is with you. He does not forget you. He does not forsake you. Likewise, for the rest of us, those of you who just received your A-level results, you are going to, some of us may be going to university, some of us prepare to go into army. But wherever place that you are going, live like Daniel. Dare to be like Daniel, who even though he was in this strange place, he knew that God was with him. Turn with me to um, Psalms 144. Psalms 144. You know, when Daniel and his friends, they were thrown into the lion's den, God was in a fire with them. There's a fourth figure inside the fire. But when the Israelites were in the wilderness, did God forsake them? No. God was with them, providing them manna, giving them light by the fire in the night. So just, just, Think about this. This is the God that we serve. That He never forsake you. That He never forget you. Psalms 144 say, verse 1 and 2. Praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. Verse 2. He is your loving God and your fortress, your stronghold and your deliverer, your shield, in whom you can take refuge, who subdues people under me. And this is our God who will train your hands and fingers to fight the battle of temptations, to fight the battle of sins, to fight the battle of testings. You are never alone. It doesn't mean that when you're facing temptation, you're all by yourself. Oh no, I'm going to handle all this by myself. Oh, pity me, poor me. No. In fact, in fact we should be like Daniel, that spirit that is in him, that despite him in one place, he's able to stand firm and tall in facing the enemies. God will train your hands and your fingers this is what he promised in Psalms 144. So stay with me. Daniel was at one place, a strange land, where he did not allow temptations, inferences, and enemies to overwhelm him. Now we're going to move to the second one. What is the first one? One place. Daniel determined in his heart not to touch the unclean food by making two important decisions. So my second point is two decisions. The two decisions I mentioned just now in verse 8. What is that? The first one is he resolved not to defile himself, right? Then the second one is what did he do? He asked for permission. Two. He, you know, one is not enough. I better 
ask the official to make sure that not to defile me. But Daniel wanted to honor God because he knew that he needed to stand firm in him. Now, being a young boy in the strange land, Daniel was immediately faced with a challenge to violate God's law by eating the king's food. Now, I went to do a research. It's interestingly to discover. Have you ever wondered why Daniel refused to eat the king's food? Why is so? What's wrong with this food? Have you ever wondered? Let me give you three reasons. The very, the very first reason was why did he refuse to um, eat the food? Is because, of course, it was offered to idols, but it was from these unclean animals. That in the under the Jewish law, it was forbidden. We all know very well that if you read through the scriptures um, in Leviticus, the scriptures tell us that uh, during those days the priests they keep themselves clean and pure by including whatever food that they are eating. So Daniel wanted to keep himself clean and purified, so he refused to eat the idol's food. Number two. He refused to eat this food because it was from animals that were strangled or not properly drained. The blood was not properly drained, not properly clean. And the third one is he refused to eat the food because it was first offered to who, to the to their gods, not to his god. How can he? How can he accept one that is not pure, but already been sacrificed to another idols? So you can understand why Daniel refused to eat the food, even though it may cost him his life. But despite his youth, you know the kind of environment, the pressure that he's going to face. His life may be gone, but he decided to uphold the law of God and his faith in God. He decided, no, I shall not let the food defile me, because I want. To honor my God, and he decided to uphold the law of God and keep his faith in Him. I mean, we we must respect him. Fourteen years old. So think about young people. If you say that you cannot, think about Daniel. He was at your age, but yet it can be done. All things are possible to him who believes in God. Daniel was focused. And determined to please God. I'm very glad that I saw many young ones serving on stage, leading song, playing guitar, showing forth your talents that God has given to you. And I pray that more of you will rise up because God is going to use you. Now, honoring God is to make Him smile. How many of you want to make God smile? Oh, only one. The rest. How many of you want to make God smile? Oh, you should raise your hands. We all want to make God smile. How are you going to make God smile? Honor Him, and you will bring delight to His heart. You, you, recently, there is this. Um, I'm quite sure you all know him, lah. I'm, I'm very sure you all know him. This this fella, you know right? <laughs> Jeremy Lim. How many? Not right now. He is your hero. The Ousiang. No. <laughs> how many of you love to play basketball? And if you love to play basketball, you on, you will know that、um, to get into to get into what he's doing is 
you take a lot of hard work. But do you know that Jeremy Lin and his achievement that he made in the basketball history, he did not let success and fame overwhelm him. Do you know that he's a believer? I'm sure you all know. You all know? Yeah, he's your... He's a believer. But do you, if you ever um, go to the YouTube, you hear all his interv interview uh, with the media, you will realize that every time he will give all glory and honor back to God. He honored God even though he became famous. He gave credit to God. He put, he made God proud to know that my child gave honor to him. You know, as young people, I want to challenge you as you go about your daily lives. You all are young. There are tremendous challenges ahead. Your journey ahead is long. There will be exciting things that are going to happen, but there will be challenges that are going to happen. But can I ask you to consider right now with me, think about this. Do you put a smile on God's face? And then what can you do to make Him proud of you? What can you do to make God smile? Turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 say, Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will be disdained. So I want to challenge all of you, including myself. Honor God and He will honor you. Exalt His name and He will exalt you. Praise God and He will praise you. Amen? Honor God. Praise Him, exalt Him, make Him proud. And let, let us put a smile on His face by honouring Him. So when you face challenges, get that spirit of Daniel in you. I want to honour God. Even though these challenges are great, are tremendous, are overwhelming, but I shall not fear. Because God is going to train me. God is going to give me victory. God is going to bring me through my challenges. So you don't have to be afraid. And finally, Daniel was at this one place, a strange place. Some of you here, you may be in a strange place right now. Daniel made the two important decisions not to defile himself, keeping himself pure by honoring God, by putting a smile on God's face, by honoring his name. The last thing is the three results. The very first result, just now I show you the verse in, in verse 9. God actually um, caused the official to show favor to Daniel. Um, not chocolate favor, not strawberry favor, that, that kind, okay? But it's, it's in a way, it's like the favor of God. How many of you want the favor of God? I, I want, I want. I really seriously want. And I'm greedy about it. All of us, we want the favor of God. Many times, we think that, you know, um, I went through that stage. I'm young before, okay? I'm still young. But I went to the stage where, as I recall back how God calls me to full-time ministry, I used to be a very timid person. Timid to such a point that uh, I got saved at the age of 16 years old. When I got saved, 
um, I don't want to let people know that I got saved. When I say the salvation prayer, I will just whisper upon my own and I just tell some of my close friends. As times goes by in the in church that I'm into, I don't even dare to walk or uh, sit right in front. I will always, you will see me the back rollers, always the back rows. Because, not because I don't want to see the front rows, because I'm so timid, so sh- don't want to have, I don't want to uh, have any prominent upon me. Then as God continued to work in my life, I started to see a little bit, a little bit of change. And one time, I encountered this breakthrough is through my mom, who was, who is still today, she's not safe, I'm praying for her. She just tell me this, um, you, you, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, but you have become a different person. So I said, oh, oh, different person, it means bad or good. It can be bad. So the first thing that comes to my must be something bad. You know, human uh, natural responses must be something bad. But when she say these words to me, till today I still remember. She say, I used to see you very quiet in your room. You won't talk to anybody. To the point I won't talk to, I won't talk to my parents until they come and talk to me. I will be in my own world. Uh, in my own room, do my own stuff. But ever since I got saved, as a lot deals in my life, she saw a change in me. She saw that I now started to sing songs. How many of you sing songs at home? I, I mean, I sing, I sing in the bathroom also. I sang songs, I was going to sing songs of praise, sang songs of worship to God. I sang, and, and every time I, will, when I, whenever I was in the bathroom or I was in, a, in my own room, she would hear me worship the Lord with the guitar. And finally, she plucked the courage to tell me that I, I feel that as a parent, it's, my, my, my mother comes from a generation that she won't express herself. So she tell me this is, but I want to tell you, you, I saw a change in you. From now onwards, I will not stop you from going to church. And because I saw the smile on your face, I saw that you are happier, you are, cheer, you are more cheerful, you are a different person. And today, for who I am, is because of God's favor in my life. And as step by step he leads me, today I am who I am, is by his grace. And today, all of you here, your journey ahead, there is still a long way to go. But I can assure you that God will increase favor in your life as you honor him, as you lift up his name, as you, today you want to say, God, I want to honor you. I want to put a smile on your face. God will add that favor in your life. Don't forget this, righteousness exalts a nation and edifies a soul. Make sure you stay yourself pure, like Daniel, not to let anything defile you, including your physical body, your mind, and your soul. Why do you want to settle for man's favor when you can have tons and tons of God's favor in your life? Michael Jordan, you know, basketball again. He is, um, he is someone that how should I put it? Uh, he's not a believer. But um, I want to share this because, listen to this. Michael Jordan, he was a, he was a famous, basket, he is a famous basketball player. He has missed throwing the basket 9,000 times. He has lost almost 300 games. And 26 times he was trusted with, to throw that, 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 that winning ball. Um, but he missed it. For 26 times. And when people interview him, he said, how did you make yourself 
to become who you are today. And he said this, over and over and over again, I have failed. But that is why I succeed. Because of his failures, he did not let failures overwhelm him. But ultimately, he worked hard, get out of his failures, and won the respect of people. So today, can I say this to you? Michael Jordan understand the principles that even though he failed, but he did not give up. So today, Daniel, he not only won the favor of others, but he also got the respect from others. Respect has to be earned. How many of you agree with me? It has to be earned. You, you won't get respect for nothing. You have to earn your respect. And Daniel earned his respect. And no one will respect a person or follow someone who is wishy-washy. You know, it's wishy, that means ting chai, eh? any, any old how. But we will want to follow someone who is, who, who is serious, who lift up to their name, and who is worthy of our respect. And in Daniel's case, he earned the respect of the official. Don't forget, he has to ask the official not to defile him. I'm sure the official from the bottom of his heart, I respect you, Daniel. Today, can I say this is, no matter where you are, whether you're in one place or the other, when you have to face tough decisions, can I say this to you? Stand by your convictions like Daniel. You know Daniel? He was at this place. He made the two decisions, but he gained three favor. And finally, he got the wisdom of God, wisdom of man upon him. And he stand by his convictions without conforming to the worldly patterns. I'm sure all of you, you have heard a lot, a lot of messages. Stand firm, stand by your conviction, uh, don't fall into the but hearing without doing, it will become nothing. So today I want to challenge you. Can I challenge you to dare to be like Daniel, that kind of spirit that is in him? He is 14. He was, he was not like 24 or 34. He was just 14. But look at him. Did he, make, he, did he stand firm in his temptation and testing? He did. If he did, so can you. Because our God is not a God of favoritism. He does not favor anyone. He loves Daniel and he loves you. So today I want to say this to you. Favor, respect and wisdom will follow you when you honor God. So whatever place that you are at, make that decision. God, this body belongs to you. I want to glorify you. And I know that favor Respect and wisdom will follow me. Can I invite you to just close your eyes? And as we ponder through what has been spoken, I ministered to a couple of young people before. There's always this symptom that I, I, I realize that many of them, they have low sex esteem. They think that they can't do it because they are young. Or some of them probably think that maybe I can do it, but I don't have the guts. And there is a false assumption that in order to get ahead, to you know, get um, 
close to our friends, our, worldly, our classmates who are not believers. We must conform to them. But can I say this to you, Lord Jen? You are in this generation where you need to be loud. You need to tell the world that, hey, we are God's sons and daughters. Touch us no longer because we belong to Him. We are in this generation that we need to stand tall. We need to be like Daniel. We need to rise up from our feet and say that, God, here I am. Use me. But can I say this to you? I have also seen many young men and women. They are at the age of, like you. They have demonstrated the spirit of Daniel without compromising to the world. I have seen them. But today, can I say this to you? We know who we are in Christ. But let us live like one. Because we are God's sons and daughters. Daniel was a man of mission. He went into the strange land. He resolved not to defile himself. To, but he just wanted to honor God. And he earned whatever that he has to earn from God and man. If today Daniel could not let anyone look down on him because he was young. He set the example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in purity and in faith. Then you and I can do it too. Because our God, He is a God of fruitfulness. He is a God of purposeness. He is a God that loves us. He is a God that cares for us. He will not leave you where you are. He will not forsake you where you are. But He will train you he will arm you with his strength. He will give you the bonus. So to the young people, I just want to say, how about honoring God of your life by being a Daniel to have guts, to have the bonus. Shall we all rise to our feet as we as I ask the team to come forward? As I was asking the Lord, what are you trying to tell this group of people? I have only one answer. Ask them to honor me. Ask them to honor me. Let me give you this word. When you honor God, God will exhort you. Exhort you in your school, exhort you in your army, your camps. Exhort you in your family Exhort you In the public He will give you favour He will give you wisdom He will give you strength This is Daniel A man In spite of his age 14 years old And he said God I want to honour you Today as we sing this song Jesus at the centre of it all. And I want to encourage all of us to worship Him. Use this song, God, be the center of my life. I want to be like Daniel. I want to honor you. Forgive me that, Lord, if I have succumbed myself to temptation. But God, today, even though temptations are real, but I know that you are with me, fighting this battle of temptation, training my hands and fingers for wars to see a breakthrough in my life. Shall I encourage all of us to just worship the Lord with this song as we honor Him this evening?
from my heart and from my heart to the heavens Jesus be the center it's all about you yes it's all about you from my heart to the heavens Jesus be the center it's all about you yes it's all come on from the heart to the heavens from my heart to the heavens Jesus be the center it's all about you it's all about you hallelujah it's all about you from my heart to the heavens Jesus be the center it's all about you yes it's all above every other name Lord we honor you we glorify you Lord we respect Daniel a man that in spite of his young age he stayed true to you he has never let sins or anyone or anything defile him today Lord we want to be like Daniel Lord, today as young people, Lord, we want to be like Daniel. Someone that make you smile. Someone that make you famous. Someone that make you proud of us. That Lord, in your heart, you will say, this is my son, my daughter, in whom I am well pleased, Lord. Father, I pray for authority. I pray for strength. I pray for confidence. And I pray for courage to arise in this group. That Lord, they will not let any low self-esteem any comparison 
or anything that demean them or trusting you anything that may hinder them in the name of Jesus today Lord we ask of you by the blood you remove all these hindrances remove all these negative feelings that Lord they will rise up to where they are to have the spirit of Daniel where Lord in spite of our temptation Lord we, we know that temptations are real we know we face testing in life we know that we do not have a life that is a bed of roses we know that we will face tremendous challenges we will even face failures but we shall not be fearful because Lord, he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. And he whom the Son set free is free indeed, Lord. So I speak this freedom into the life of these young people. Let no bondages, temptations, sins hinder them, Lord, or bow them, Lord, because Lord, he whom the Son set free is indeed free indeed, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you shield them, you protect them. Lord, you are their stronghold tower of refuge the pillar of strength that Lord you will lead them in the daytime you will lead them in the nighttime Lord no matter where they are they'll never never be alone because they have you we may face frustration we may face fear we may face things that we can't handle but we can be assured that we have the great idea. We know that God, you will never leave nor forsake us. Because it's in your word, it's your promise that you walk through with us in our temptation, our testing, our challenges, Lord. You walk through with us. So, Lord, today, look after these young people. Shield them, protect them. Lord, give them strength and courage to be like Daniel, to be someone that says that I want to make God famous in my school. I want to make God famous in my camp. I want to make God famous in my workplace. I even want to make God famous in my family. But most of all, Lord, let us be a pride to you, a delight to you, that God, whatever things we do, we will bring a smile on your face, Lord. We thank you, dear Lord. We bless you. We love you, Lord, because you're such a wonderful God, such a loving God that you walk through the cross of Calvary for our sins. But today, we are being set free. We are no longer in bondages, Lord. We are no longer in sins, Lord. Because He whom the Son set free is free indeed. And Lord, like what the Scriptures say, Lord, we are a new creation. All things are made new. All old things are gone. Thank you, dear Lord. Truly, Lord, we stand before you. Lord, I commit these young people to you. Use them in their respective place that you're going to place them in. I do not know where, but you know. And I do not have to worry because, Lord, I know that you will take care of them and you will watch over them. Lord, I pray especially raise this group of young people to be the leaders of this body, to be the leaders of this church. That, Lord, they will bring more souls to come in like Daniel who never failed to bring honor to, his, to your name. That's why the official respected him give him the honor. So Lord, likewise, grant that favor to these young people. Grant that wisdom to them so that God, others will respect them and say that, wow, this is truly different. The Christian that I know is truly different. They are different, Lord. So I commit them to you. Lord, continue to watch over them throughout this whole week, Lord. Strengthen every one of them, Lord. Lord, thank you, dear Lord, and bless their time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can we give God a round of clap and thank Him? Come on, you can do better than that. Can God deserve the highest praise? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hey, church. You know, I, I think that 
You know, last week we, we had a, a message that talked about changing the atmosphere, right? Wherever you are. And you know, this week we, we listened um, to Pastor Elaine about being a Daniel. And, and you know, I really want to challenge you to, to, to have that heart, you know, to be a Daniel wherever you are placed. But in your army camp and in your school, in your class, in your family, whatever it is, you know, let's, let's, let's be a Daniel. And, and, and you know, let's, let's just continue in time of worship. And, and as, as, as we worship, let's just, you know, I just want you to transact with God personally individually and tell him that God I want to be a Daniel for you God I want to be be you know I want to stand out for you I want to make my life count for you I want to I want to to surrender my life to you and and, and just honor you in all that I do so can we continue with worship yes I want to encourage you to just remain in the spirit of worship you know come before God and, and, and just think about what's been preached this week last week what God's been putting in your heart Yours, God.
Church, I want to give you a chance to respond today. You know, today, if, if that's the cry of your heart, if you want to tell God, God, I want to surrender all to you, I want to make a commitment that, you know, in my life, in, in my school, wherever I am, that I want to give my all to you. I want to be a Daniel for you. I want to stand out for you. I want you to just come in and, and make that commitment, commitment to God today. You know, it's, it's just, it's between you and God. But I want to encourage you that if that's how you feel today, I want to, I want to encourage you to just come out and make that commitment to God today. You just come out and tell God, God, yes, I want to surrender all to you today. So as we as we continue worshiping, I just want to encourage you to come and respond to God today.